You're listening to the Soul Strategies Podcast with your host, Z. Cohen Sanchez. We hope you enjoy the latest episode and thanks for tuning in. Hello, everybody. Happy, happy Monday. Just going to wait for folks to jump on as always. Don't know what my hair is doing here today, but that's that's okay. We're not here for my hair. We're here for to talk about Medicare for all. So let me just share this out. And while I'm doing that, for folks that are jumping on, I will just go ahead and remind you again who we are, what we do. So my name is Z. I'm the director here at Soul Strategies. Uh, we are a political organization that works specifically with candidates um, that do not take corporate money. So that is our goal. That is why we do what we do. Um, we work with, you know, the Bernie AOC wing of the party. Um, we don't really work on centrist campaigns just because, um, as I tell the candidates that I work with, and as you're going to hear me say over and over again, those campaigns look very different. Um, we work specifically on movement campaigns. Um, you know, we work with really big, um, you know, field programs and really just, you know, we, you know, we just run very different type of campaigns essentially. So and what do we do within that? So, you know, we work on three different things primarily. We work on uh, field operations, we work on um, social media, and also emails for candidates. So we do small dollar um, fundraising via email and social media. But really our big, you know, our bread and butter, what we do really well is we help candidates fundraise and we help them, uh, you know, raise more money essentially than their incumbents or that's the goal for us. Um, and the reason why is because, you know, we believe uh, very strongly, um, you know, we believe very strongly that, uh, you know, we need money to run effective campaigns. Um, so I'm having some trouble sharing this out, but that's okay. That's why I have a team. Teamwork makes the dream work. Oh, sorry about that. I just had a client calling me, but, um, so, you know, I will say that, you know, I, we have, you know, the best team on the planet. Um, you know, all of our folks are just amazing. You know, we have folks that have worked on these type of campaigns for many, many years. And so, you know, the team that we work with are just all really incredible uh, people. Okay, so I'm just letting them know to share this out. So that should be happening. So let's get into the meat uh, today of what we're going to be talking about. So today I really want to talk to you guys about Medicare for all. Um, you know, why is, you know, is, is it possible to run a Medicare for all campaign? Uh, is America ready for a Medicare for all campaign? These are all questions that are really important to answer um, and that you got, you know, if you're thinking about running for office, but even if you're not thinking about running for office, these are really things that um, that you should care about and be thinking about. So let's just talk about that for a second. So, you know, I read the other day that, uh, you know, AOC, honestly, she's a lot nicer than I would be probably, um, <laughs> was very generous in offering her help for candidates um, that were in flippable uh, districts around the country. So I guess that what had happened was that she had offered those candidates support by coming out um, and doing stump speeches for them, helping them in any way that she could um, with her powerful influence, which which again was really nice of her um, to go ahead and offer that. I, I don't know if I would, if I, you know, 
if I was in her shoes, but she's obviously really, really kind. Um, and so, you know, she'd offered to go help those folks and most of them had turned down her help. And, you know, most of them, what I would be thinking would be their reasoning behind why they would turn down her help is obviously because they're afraid of, of her progressive stances and how their districts would take. So there is this sort of phenomena um, that people think that New York is this like progressive mecca that, you know, we're sort of I would say closed off from, from what the rest of this country looks like. And I just want to express to everybody, uh, that that is not true at all. So I'm actually trying to pull up right now, um, who AOC was looking to support. Um, but yeah, basically, you know, I, I guess that they don't have names here, but it looks like she just was rejected from helping most of those candidates. Um, and what was funny about it was that, you know, after they had rejected her help, all the folks that had rejected her help lost their seats and all the people that she helped won their seats. And so a lot of these uh, news outlets started to dig into this and think, well, why is it, right, that the people that she helped um, won versus the people that she didn't help didn't like there has to be a reason why and what what she did what they discovered in this was that the people that she helped that also supported medicare for all were the people that won so i really started to think about you know I, and i think we've all been sort of thinking about this right about medicare for all and what that means um for people in this country and i think that there is a narrative out there that medicare for all is radical and that progressives are not on you know, progressives are too far left and this country just does not want Medicare for all. And what we're actually seeing from the studies is quite the contrary. Like what we're seeing from the studies is that Medicare for all is popularity wise amongst folks, no matter where they live, is at an all time high. And an example of this is that Fox News recently um, did a poll. And obviously, you know, we all know that people that watch Fox News tend to swing further right, right? So you would think that people that were filling out that poll likely or more right. I mean, there could be other sort of scenarios where, you know, maybe that's not the case, but I think that for all assumptive purposes, we can say that the people filling out that survey were more right. And, you know, what was really interesting about that was that uh, I believe it was 72% of Fox News watchers support Medicare for all, which doesn't honestly does not shock me whatsoever. So, you know, for those of you guys who don't know me personally, um, you know, I grew up, I, I was born in Los Angeles in Torrance, California, but I grew up most of my life in Sydney, Australia. Um, not in the city, but, but actually pretty far out, but I grew up in Australia. And, you know, when, living in Australia and growing up there, you know, I saw how a Medicare for All system worked firsthand. And, you know, I think that there's sort of a lot of confusion about how the system is paid for and, and all these other things. And so that's why people think that it's radical. But actually, the reality is, is that the people are, in fact, contributing to the Medicare for All system. I mean, there's a reason why our taxes, by the way, our taxes are right on par here in Portland. So um, in Portland, you know, we pay about, I think, 31% of our income in tax for our state tax. In Australia, it's very similar. It's about, I think it's actually a little bit less than that. I think it's like 30%. So the tax is high, right, in general, but the tax is also high here. So the difference is, is that in Australia and in countries like that, 
what they're getting for their taxes is different. It's not that they're like getting taxed, you know, 50%, 60%. I mean, some people, if you're making above, you know, if you're making an unreal amount of money could be faced with that situation. But the reality is, is that the average working class person is not faced with that situation and will never be faced with that situation. Um, you know, plenty of people in Australia own businesses, like they're, you know, all, all of that. And so they're, you know, there is a thriving understanding and community that we are all in this together. And that is a message that folks like Bernie Sanders and AOC and that wing of the party is pushing because the reality is, guys, is that we, we are all in this together. And that if a person becomes sick and they visit the emergency room, that is not free. Like, and I think that this is where the sort of misconception comes in is that I think that people assume that if a person gets sick, they just don't go to the doctor, right? And they, I don't know, somehow get over it whatever. Um, and, but the reality is that that's not happening, that a person that gets sick ends up actually going to the emergency room. And as we all know, the emergency room, there, the cost has to come from somewhere, right? There is labor that's happening there. There are, peop there are pe doctors and nurses and, and folks that you know, need to get paid. And obviously a lot of these hospitals are very wealthy. So no matter what, they'll be able to cover that cost. But the reality is it shouldn't be on a specific person or a specific hospital. It should be on a system to take care and, and make sure that there's preventative care happening. I think that that is something that we don't talk enough about is that do we really want our citizens to get so sick that they end up having to visit an emergency room? Because one, that's very costly. And two, that, you know, what that ends up happening is that you get a person to the point where they're so sick that they're potentially infecting other people. Um, you know, they're potentially, you know, still going to work and getting all of those folks infected. And the more people that they're infecting, the more money that that costs us as a whole system. And so that is why there is such strong support out there right now for Medicare for all, because the reality is that it's actually a cheaper system. Um, and this isn't just something that happens in Australia. I mean, of course, like Australia is a pretty small country, right? Like we only have, um, you know, less people in Australia than we do in all of Los Angeles, the, the Los Angeles basin. But there are countries like Canada that do this um, pretty much everywhere. Everywhere in Europe does this. I mean, it's definitely not a it is not a radical idea is what I'm trying to get at. And, you know, what becomes very evident and like, you know, we, we are very statistical at Soul Strategies. We believe in data. And we believe that we cannot make a, an assumption about something unless we look at data. And what the data is showing us is that Medicare for All, the support for it, is at an all-time high. And it really doesn't matter where you're running in the country. Of course, it's there's going to be more support for Medicare for All in a place like New York versus a place like Alabama. But in terms of, you know, the support, I mean, it, there is still overall support for Medicare for All. And so, you know, when you're thinking about running for office, I really want you to sort of think about that because we get a lot of people that get on the phone with us that say, you know, I just think that I'm, my positions are too radical um, for my district or for my state or for the place that I'm running. And the reality is that unless you've actually done statistical analysis, unless you've actually pulled out the data, there's no reason to actually, to, to think that because people go ahead and they make a lot of assumptions based on no data. And one of the ones that we hear really frequently is it's hard to get donations in the holidays, right? That is a myth that has, that there's no statistical data to support that. Absolutely none. And that's the same thing with Medicare for all. And any position that you're thinking about running on that you might think is too radical, I really just want you to think about 
is this an assumption that you're making in your head or is this actually an assumption based on data? And if it's an assumption based on data, I mean, totally, you know, I mean, by, by all means. But the reality is right now, guys, is that Medicare for All is absolutely a supported position. And in fact, more supported than some of the centrist uh, plans like, you know, building on Obamacare um, and the Affordable Health Care Act and things like that. I think that the reason why that is is because people have seen that system in practice and understand that there is a very high cost um, to, to, to some of those programs. Um, so yeah, so I really just want folks to think about that. I'll sort of bring in like a personal story here as well about, you know, why we really support these candidates and why you know, Medicare is important um, for everybody, not not just for individual folks. But if you're a big supporter of business, it's it's this affects businesses as well. Um, so for those of you guys who don't know much about us, um, we have a pretty small, uh, not a small staff, I would say, I would, you know, uh, you know, we have probably I would say eight people that, that work for us. They're not tiny, but small, right? Um, and everybody is very young. Everybody, you know, is under 30. So we don't have a lot of folks with pre-existing conditions. Like everybody is, for, for the most part, I would say, you know, pretty healthy. So if you're looking at us as a group, right, and like buying health insurance just for our company, um, some of the figures and, and uh, packages that we were looking at, uh, we're starting at, you know, the lowest amount being three, four thousand dollars uh, a deductible per year. And, you know, if you're a healthy person, most people won't even reach that. And the monthly cost on that, guys, was incredibly, incredibly high. So this isn't, you know, if you are a big supporter of business, I, you know, there are libertarians out there. There are folks that are more right-leaning that think that, uh, you know, Medicare for all will be a problem for businesses. It's actually... I mean, statistics show that it's actually going to be much easier for businesses because the business doesn't have to actually incur that cost, right? So instead of having to worry about, oh my God, you know, will my employees get insurance? Will, you know, are they going to be okay with the deductible? Because that's also a concern, right? Is that even though you buy insurance, are they actually going to be able to meet their deductible? Um, and, you know, when you have a Medicare for all system, this is all um, taken care of. This is all good. It's all it's all OK, because people will get care no matter what. Um, and that's that's the system that here at Soul Strategies we are working towards by helping candidates like you folks that are watching um, to start a real campaign. And so, you know, I really sort of want to encourage you guys to really think about this and think about you know, why is it that AOC went to these spots and why did they win? And I want you to look at the data yourself. Don't take it from us. If you don't want to take it from us, that's totally fine. But then look at the data yourself and ask yourself why that happened. Um, because we really need to start questioning these things as progressives. We have definitely been fed a a certain message from the media and from other places too about you know what what our neighbors care about and what we care about as Americans and the reality is is that a lot of those are myths that we need to really start debunking so you know guys the reality is is that yes this election is technically over I know that Trump has not stepped down and that is a problem within itself but we could get into that all day but the reality is guys is that at some point, Biden is going to be stepping into that position, and we need to be holding him accountable as of today. Um, we, or really, as of last week, <laughs> the second that he won. And, you know, the way that we can hold these folks accountable is that we can run for office ourselves. We're not going to get any of these things done. We're not going to accomplish anything unless we actually 
run ourselves and get ourselves into these positions. We need one of us in these roles and you are that person. Um, if you're listening to this, if you've bothered uh, to be listening to these podcasts, these lives, then you would understand how important it is that you step up and help out. Or maybe it's somebody in your community that you're willing um, to stand behind and that's okay too. But either way, we need to be putting in this work because the work is not over. The work has just really started and we have a long, long way to go. So if you are thinking about running for office right now, I want you to do a couple of things. I want you to, one, get in touch with us and tell us what you're thinking about running for. And we are going to get you a full plan of what we think that you need to be doing. And newsflash, that's going to be fundraising. <laughs> and so one of the things that we're going to suggest to you guys early on, those folks that do um, are serious about running for office, is we are going to put you into a kickstart fundraising program that we have here at Soul Strategies. It is like a kickstart fundraising boot camp. If you have never fundraised before, it is exactly what you need to set up a successful campaign. When you're looking uh, any of these progressives that have just won their seats, Cori Bush, Jamal Bowman, Mondaire Jones, these folks are hustlers. These folks put the hours into call time. They put the hours into their volunteer program. They put the hours in, and that is how we win seats. We're not centrist. We don't have money to go and buy a ton of ad time and not have a field program and not do any of those things. That is not the type of campaigns we win. We win campaigns when we are face to face with our neighbors having these conversations about how important it is that we change the system in this country. Um, it's th That's how it is. Uh, Kylie said it's crazy that the US, is, uh, US doesn't have Medicare for all. I mean, she's right, right? Like I, I know Kylie um, is in Australia and you know, to us it is just, it's second nature. I mean. Healthcare is a human right, period, and full stop. That's it. There's no and ifs, buts about it. But here we're still having that conversation. And if we want to win that conversation, that Medicare for all is a human right, then we need to have people stepping up and running. Because the reality is, guys, is that politics happens on the local level. I know that, you know, obviously these big decisions are happening at the federal level, but those folks are influenced by what's happening at the local level. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. It is not just something that a person comes into federal office and they're not listening to anybody or any of, their, any of the lower level seats, they're not listening. No, I mean, they are listening to all of those people. They're part of their community. They're listening to their state senators. They're listening to their assemblymen. They're listening to all of these folks because they know that they have influence within the community. So if you can step up and you can run for a seat like that, and by the way, guys, a lot of these seats are not super difficult seats to win. I mean, it seems really intimidating, but when you have a plan and when you're working with professionals, it's really, really easy. So, um, and, and not really, really easy in the sense of like, you're not gonna have to put in work, but it's, it's easy in the sense that you don't have to think about what you need to do next to be successful. And that's where a lot of folks sort of have issues is that if you've never run a campaign before, how would you know what to do first? How would you do, know what to do next? And that's exactly what we help you do. We walk you through this process every step of the way. You're not alone. Um, and you know, we do it by building communities. Um, you know, the Kickstart fundraising program that we, ha that we are, have right now, um, the current cohort that's in right now, they started on November 5th and they'll be wrapping up on December 5th. Um, these folks are from all different places, all across the country. And really guys, it's inspiring to see them. I mean, we have 12 12 candidates, or th sorry, 13 candidates from everywhere, from New York City, 
running for mayor to folks that are in Akron, Ohio, you know, running for city council. I mean, and everywhere in between. It is, it's amazing. The lowest level seat you can think of to some of the highest level seats, people running for Congress in Texas, you know, and what it really is showing us is that people are willing to step up and make this happen, but they need the direction to do so and they need the community and that support to make it happen. And that's the reality, guys, is that it's really hard to run these races by yourself, especially if you don't have the, not just the, you know, the actual um, support in terms of what you need to do next professionally, but also the support that you need from comp, from comrades right from people that are in this work as well that are struggling because as progressives we have a lot of a lot of walls that we come up against that uh, that centrists don't and that republicans don't we have a very different battle ahead of us and so we need to work together to make sure that we don't have a repeat of what just happened like Again, you know, obviously I'm really grateful that um, Joe Biden and Kamala will be uh, the next president and vice president of the United States. I am not thrilled about how that went about, and I'm not thrilled that it was such a close race. We cannot afford to just be getting folks by, you know, in by a couple of, you know, just a couple of states against a dictator. I mean, that doesn't, that isn't a win. <laughs> um, you know, that's not a long-term win, we should say. It's a short-term win, glad it happened, but this is not a sustainable way for us to continue this movement. And that's why you have folks like the Latinx community in Arizona organizing on the ground. That's why you have folks in Queens, New York organizing, like the Queens Reformers group and folks like that that are organizing on the ground. These groups understand that we don't have the time to, to play around like that. We don't have the option um, to see what happens, right? We're, we're not at that stage in history. We're at the stage in history where we need to make serious changes if we're even going to have a country for our kids to live in. It's, it's that, that's how serious it's gotten, um, is that we, and we really need to take it that seriously. Um, and even for those of us who don't have kids, we need to take it seriously because, you know, the African proverb, we should always be thinking seven generations ahead we're not doing that right now and we need to be doing that we need to be thinking seven generations ahead so you know that's what you can do that's how you can step up that's how you can be remembered um and you know we sort of ask folks you know at soul strategies is this your moment and for a lot of us we might not feel like it's our moment right now because we're tired because you know we we feel like we've put a lot of work in elsewhere but the reality is is that it really needs to be your moment because we're at a time in history where we don't have the option to be comfortable anymore because if we sit comfortable now it's going to be a hell of a lot uncomfortable later so guys uh, again we have one space left um, for our December cohort uh, our cohort for the kickstart program starts on December 10th and we'll be going through January 10th and guys it'll be so fun like the the group that we're working with right now as I said is inspired Inspiring. Um, we are so excited to see their campaigns take off. I mean, really, they're all in a position right now because the program is so good where they are about to really take off. They're about to run a serious campaign and they're about to have a lot of centrists be not very happy about that. And that's exactly what we want to do. Um, so please, guys, again, reach out to us. Let us know what you're doing. Um, and I hope that that last position in the December cohort is going to be the position that you're going to fill. All right. Thanks, guys. I hope that everybody has a wonderful, wonderful Monday. Stay safe and keep organizing.